Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. We've got another awesome, awesome guest today. I'm excited about it. It's somebody that really gotten to know over the last, I guess, uh, two or three months. And uh, one of the things that really stands out to me is uh, his heart for people and, and his care for other people and leading people. And you can just, when you hear him and you get to get to meet him, you can feel that, you can sense that. And uh, I've enjoyed getting to know him. And uh, I, I feel like I can call him a friend now. And uh, Nicholas Lewis is our guest today. He is a co-founder and co-owner of General Tech based out of Tupelo, Mississippi. He has also served our country uh, as a communication spe- specialist with the Joint Force Headquarter Unit out of Jackson, Mississippi. So Nicholas, welcome to Principles today, man. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good. We're glad to have you. Hey, you know what? That's real life, Nicholas. You know, it's all good, man. It is all good. Well, hey, you know, kicking it off, our title is called Principles and some of the core values that we strive to live out. And uh, I want to ask you, what what are some of your principles and your core values that you try to live out in your daily life? Uh, So... I'd say my, my biggest thing of what I try to do every day is, is, uh, is honor God. Right. I mean, that, that really is something I try to always do is to keep, keep God on the forefront of my mind to, to see, okay, is what I'm doing is how I'm feeling. Is that actually bringing honor and glory to God? But, um, of course I'm a man, so I mess up a lot, but, uh, uh, but other than that, I just, I mean, really and truthfully, I, um, you know, my family is my, is my biggest ministry. So, um, I just honestly try to, everything I do is, is for my family and for God. And, um, but I, I mean, I, I integrity, you know, the, the army values, I, I was not only have I been in the army for going on, um, let's see, it's 2019. So yeah, 12 years now going on or uh, 10 years, going on 11 years, yeah. Um, but, you know, my I, my dad was also in the Army, so I come from a military family, so the Army values, um, loyalty, duty, respect, honor, selfless service, um, personal courage, integrity. Uh, I really, you know, those kind of been ingrained in me since I was a wee lad. <laughs> so... That was put in you at an early age. You know, that, that's actually one of Logan's top priority is uh, integrity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we talk about some of the core values. For some reason, that one doesn't even make my, my top list, but it's filtered through other, other you know, core values. And uh, I think that's important, too. So, hey, Nicholas, so you've recently jumped out into being an entrepreneur. It was kind of more of a side gig for a little bit. Um, but give us a little bit of background. Tell us your journey from how you got from where you are to where you are now. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Well, um, when I first told my parents that I was thinking about starting my own business, um, my dad said that it, uh, that it kind of makes sense. You know, he, he told me that I've always, I've always been a hustler. So 
and he he reminded me of like whenever I when we lived in Petal, Mississippi. My dad used to be stationed at Camp Shelby, and so we lived in Petal, and um, and I uh, uh, used to go and ask the little old ladies on the street if I could rake up their leaves, and then uh, whenever uh, whenever I was in high school, I, I made a uh, I, I made a little lawn mowing business, and me and my brothers. Uh, we had a, a red rider, red rider wagon, and that's what we carried our gas in and our weed eater, and and we just, I mean, we had about, you know, we had about ten yards uh, every summer, so, you know, wow. that, was, that was pretty good for a 15, 16 year old and two brothers. Over <laughs> <laughs> the little red wagon. Um, but I, I joined the army, and um, and when I was seventeen, uh, and I became a communication specialist, and um uh that's where I, I after doing that for 10 years um and then being deployed I, I guess when when I was deployed I, something just clicked in me and I was like why am I working so hard for somebody else um and and then sometimes uh it was like my ideas just got tossed to the wayside not that you know ultimately i mean it's not really that big of a deal but to me it, it was you know i was like i've got good ideas you know i, I can implement these ideas i think they're you know <laughs> as, as humble as i could say that like i was like i got good ideas and i can i can make things happen so um when i got home from my deployment in uh april of 2019 i um i reached out to one of my good buddies that um uh, really, really helped me out on the home front while I was gone. Uh, um, that's really, really how our friendship just grew to the next level because I was 7,000 miles away. And every time my wife needed me uh, or needed, needed him to come, like he came over a couple times to kill cockroaches, you know, and <laughs> so, or kill spiders and, uh, and, you know, take care of my yard. And, uh, so that's, um, that's how my relationship with Austin really, really blossomed into, uh, into a partnership. And, um, uh, and so I asked him, I said, Hey, I've got an idea. And he was like, I barely got the sentence out and he was like, let's do it. <laughs> so here we are a little over a year later, I'm full time and, uh, you know, we're figuring it out. <laughs> he must like ideas as much as I do if he jumped on before he even finished your sentence. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes we have to, uh, sometimes we'll end up spending two, three hours on an idea before we're like, wait, wait a second. We missed like a very critical step one. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You know, um, one thing that, that stood out to me, you're talking about when you were younger, you used to rake the yards and those kind of things. You know, we've got three kids, our oldest son, He's a lot, a lot like that. He's a little entrepreneur too, right? And he'll, yeah. he'll look around the neighbors and say, "Hey, can I go sell them some lemonade?" And I, you know, I say, these people are probably getting upset that you're always wanting to come sell them something. He'll load up his little wagon, and you know, he, yeah. he doesn't have a lemonade stand. He'll get, a, he, he'll make lemonade and put it in a wagon, and go door to door, and ask me to buy go. some lemonade. So there you go. I'm telling you that that wagon, the invention of a wagon. Like that's gotta be like the key to entrepreneurship as, as a child is that wagon. Like 
I mean, it, it, it got me through those summers, you know, carrying, I'm not, I'm not lugging a five gallon drug of, of gas all over a, a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I put that thing in a wagon and we went. So that's good. That was fun. So uh, you, how long, how long have you guys been open? It's been pretty recent. Um, what, maybe a year, maybe? Um, yeah, we formed on July 23rd of last year, 2019. So what are some of the things you've learned in that short period of time of, of, hey, now my ideas, I can actually implement my ideas, right? Like, so what are some of the things you've learned uh, in that short time uh, frame? Uh, would be to define the scope. Uh, defining if you, you know, uh, and, and you say this a lot is, is, you know, getting the vision, defining the scope. Um, you know, if, if you don't have an idea of, of what you want to do uh, and you it's okay to have an idea you know get the broad picture of yes i want to have an it company right well there's a lot in it so you know you got you've got networking you've got you know servers you know you've got uh databases programming you know you've got you know the actual satellite communications you know all kinds of things and so if you don't define your scope um, and of course it's like that in all other fields, but if you don't define your scope, you know, you'll end up like we were with the first couple of months thinking that we had a great plan, but we were like, our target market is anybody with a pulse that has a computer and <laughs> we weren't doing, <laughs> we weren't, we weren't doing a whole lot. We had don't have a lot of traction. And then, but once we started, you know, kind of defining what we wanted more to do um what services we truly love to provide and um that that's when we started getting some traction and, and so we've kind of applied that concept now to um all the other as uh, facets i guess of our uh, our businesses like well if we've got a new project or a new company that we're going to onboard what is the what is our scope? What is what is their scope and how they need IT to make them to make it most efficient for them? And then how do we how do we facilitate that need? So because um, IT is a service, you know, like you, you can live without it, but it's not going to be easy. And then it's going to be even harder if you have IT, but it's not managed efficiently. So uh, defining the scope was basically the biggest lesson that we've learned so far you know logan you talk you're really big on that businesses finding their little niche right and you know i think as an entrepreneur when you i mean when you take that leap it is hey you got a pulse i you know i got something for you right you know uh, but, but kind of my, my question here is almost to logan why you think that is so important for businesses to niche down right and then get down a little bit further well, I, I think it's because personally, I, I believe in branding more than marketing and kind of the, the long-term horizon. So I think if you can kind of find those two or three things that you're the absolute best at and really just be a specialist, um, you can name your price a little bit more and you can afford to deliver kind of a more high touch service. And, and I've, I just feel like you end up having happier clients over the long term and having a, a little bit more sustainable business versus kind of 
um, chasing everything. Um, but I do think kind of, um, I, I see a lot of parallels, um, with Nicholas about how our landscaping business started, where I, I think as businesses start to grow, they have to find what they're good at. Number one. And number two, in the beginning, you've just got to make ends meet. Um, so I, it's really about kind of, as you mature, finding those things, um, and, and really building a brand, um, especially like Nicholas said, one of his core values is an integrity. So I think he probably prides himself a lot on having happy customers. Um, and it's just a lot easier to do when you have a little bit more focus. Um, Corey, you talk a lot about the, when it, when it's hot outside, yes, it feels hot, but if you take that magnifying glass, you can start a fire. Um, so it's about the power of focus and becoming really good at something. So, you know, I've experienced that same thing, right? It's almost like playing in the weeds for a little bit until you finally find the path that you one want to be on that you really like. And, and kind of as you niche down, you can serve your customers better like what you're talking about, but I think you enjoy it more too, because that that's kind of the area you like. So Nicholas, what areas that seem to kind of been for you guys or where do you enjoy working at? Yeah. So it, it's actually kind of funny um, because my idea was, I was like, I want, once we started this thing and I realized that uh, how big of a need there was um, for small to medium-sized businesses that don't really have an IT department, can't staff it, whatever the case may be, can't staff it, don't want to staff it, you know, um, what, whatever that case may be. But I, I didn't realize how big of a need it was. And so I was like, you know what, uh, Austin and I were talking and we were like, we could, you know, we could, you know, do their, their, their networking, you know, it's not going to be super advanced. So, um, and even if it is, you know, we could hire a consultant or um, whatever. And uh, so we're like, well, you know, yeah, we could run a, maybe run a server if they need it to. And definitely the uh, PC management, we got that. And, and uh, so we were just saying like, yeah, like talking about all these lists that they, there was. And, and uh, I didn't, I mean, Austin, he, he probably, I think he probably knew it existed, but I didn't even know that there was already a term for that. And it's called multi-service provider for IT. And <laughs> so um, that's that's really the what we wanted to do. Uh, and I didn't even really know it existed. So it was it was kind of funny once I realized that there was a whole you know world around MSPs and um, like software companies build software specifically for us to facilitate those needs. You know, so uh, it that's that's kind of where we, we go because, um, you know, like, like Logan said, you know, I, I love having, uh, I love making my, my clients and customers happy. And especially because in, in my world, um, in, at least in the, in the army setting, uh, it was always, everybody forgot about the six shop or that that's, they break them down into sections and, you know, so, a uh, S one and your is like your admin type stuff, like your HR stuff, but S six is, is communications. And so everybody would always forget that the six shop existed until things broke. 
and then we were the worst section in the entire unit and yeah so it, it's it's um you know people tend to to get forget that it exists until they're mad that it's not working and so what i thoroughly love and i'm like i just I love it uh, even if it's something small is going in when somebody's mad at their computer and not only do i fix it but i help them learn how to prevent something from happening in the future or you know i explain why and then they get it and you know uh, so i turn the situation from anger to positive that's one of my favorite things to do and um and it happens a lot in small to medium-sized businesses especially ones that are you know self-made because they already you know like y'all know when you start a business you're like hey i'm over here by myself just trying to figure it out and, and then i can facilitate the IT need and turn negative connotations to equipment to a positive uh, feelings and reactions and environment. <laughs> yeah, I want to touch on something you just said right there. You know, and we talk about in, in when we do leadership or business growth, all those kind of things, we talk about finding ways to exceed expectations, right? And most people want to meet expectations. But if you're going to serve people well, you've got to exceed expectations. Yeah. One of the things you just said right there is you want to come in, you love coming in, not only fixing the problem, but teaching them how they can prevent it in the future. And to me, that's, that's you know, exceeding expectations because all of my experience with IT professionals up until this point has been they just come in and fix it and leave it at that. And now I'm, I'm kind of dependent upon you. But you coming in and showing me how to do it, that's exceeding my expectations. And now, now I see you as an expert, right? It's not somebody that I just have to have because I have to have it, right? But now I see you as the expert, but also somebody that I can probably rely and trust upon, not, not just depend upon, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really, me and Austin both, like, or Austin and I, um, we, we, we don't want, one of the things that, you know, we kind of uh, coined, uh, actually, well, it's probably not coined, but for us, we are like, this is our, this is what we want. Like, we don't want clients, we want partners, um, you know, and, and that's how we see it. Because, you know, if you have your own IT department, then then you don't, you don't, you, you're probably not going to need us a whole lot, you know. So when, if you were to hire us to do it, you know, we're not just, you know, somebody you call, like, you know, we're, we're your partner now, like we are here for your journey. You know, one of the things we kind of like to say is we come where you are, when you are, uh, because everybody's IT stages and journeys and how they use it is, is completely different. There is definitely not a one size fits all for the world of computers. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I want to kind of shift gears just a little bit you know, one of the things I struggled with as an entrepreneur is that balance, you know, balance. You got, I mean, you got business, you got small kids, you got family, you got your faith, you got health and fitness, all these other kind of areas of life. How do you balance that? Uh, well, I'm still really much figuring that out uh, a lot of the times, but um, honestly, I think that I've got it, <laughs> you know, uh, I think that the best way for me is to, the best like 
thing is sticking to my calendar because I can put things on the calendar and I can write it down. But if I don't, if I don't honor those times with myself, then, then it's, it's negating it. You know, it's, it's making the calendar useless. So, um, that, that's, that's been the biggest uh, challenge for me on that, um, is, is going, okay, well, once it's on the calendar, it's on the calendar. Obviously my, my stuff with my clients, you know, I didn't have a problem meeting those because, you know, if I say I'm going to be there, or if I say I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it. But, uh, the times where I'm like, well, you know, I've got to, um, and this may be a little, some people may not like doing this, but you know, I, I block off time to, um, I actually block off a lunchtime for myself now. And, and then sometimes I'll even add an extra 30 minutes or so where, okay, this is kids time. And so I put it on the calendar and every day, um, I print off the, the day before I, I print off my, my, the next day's outlook calendar. And so I, that way I can see what I've actually got on my, my time yeah. blocks for the next day. Good stuff. And we, and Logan and I have talked in other episodes, uh, podcast episodes and the importance of that. And any of you guys haven't listened to that, you can kind of go back, but uh, Logan, you do some stuff too, because you, uh, I mean, you're operating at a high level and you have to kind of prioritize that time. You, you, what are some tips that you got for anyone listening that may be struggling with that as well? And, you know, I think it's always a process as well, like Nicholas is saying, but maybe you, you what are some tips you right. got? Go, go watch TV. I'm, I'm very similar. Um, I use a paper calendar and I use Google calendar to kind of throw things in, um, as placeholders. And then I review mine over the weekend and, and kind of finalize my schedule for the upcoming week and then get a tentative schedule for the following week. So I'm kind of always floating between seven and 14 days and nailing down that next seven and getting, uh, getting that preliminary out for the next, um, the next seven after that. But one thing that, um, that it kind of all hinges on is exactly what Nicholas said was, um, and, and I think it kind of applies across all of life is keeping those promises that you make to yourself. Um, I think that's what really builds self-confidence and character. Um, because if you, can't trust yourself to keep your word to yourself, um, then you're kind of relying on external accountability and you, you start to lose confidence. Um, you know, I think you see it, or at least I see it in my own life, the biggest in the fitness world or in, in my own health and fitness. If I tell myself that I'm going to get up and go to the gym before work, or I'm going to get up and go on a run, um, and I don't do it, man, it sets a really bad tone for the day because I'm kind of disappointed in myself versus had I just not told myself I was going to do it and then not done it, <laughs> I would have been fine. But mentally keeping that, keeping your word to yourself um, builds a lot of self-confidence and kind of helps you get momentum. Um, so I think it's uh, something not to gloss over that, that Nicholas talked about. That's really, really important. Yeah. One of the things that's really helped me and because uh, I've, I've actually only been full time with my business now for a month. Um, actually, today, that's funny. Is today is a month. So uh, 
Um, and, and it was roughly about a week after I went full time, you know, I was in uh, basically full freak out mode. Like, what did I just do? You know, I just quit my job and, <laughs> and, uh, and, um, but this guy that I've, I've really gotten uh, to know pretty well um, recently. And he said uh, that one of the things he tells himself every day is, uh, is to go to war with yourself. And, um, and that, that right there has been uh, a really uh, powerful um, tool, I guess, to, to say like whenever there are those times when I'm like, okay, well, I've made this commitment to uh, get up and, and go work out. And well, naturally I don't want to because it's 4 a.m. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things I found about myself is upholding those commitments to yourself and going to war with yourself. As you said, man, that, that's huge to like what Logan was talking about, creating that self-discipline and, you know, kind of creating wins. I, I can remember there are times, you know, I say I'm going to go for a three mile run, right? And you get to about two and a half sometimes. That's pretty good, you know? But I also know that pretty good, you know, that becomes a habit. Pretty good becomes a habit. And quitting becomes a habit as well. So you have to fight that battle and that war within. I mean, it's constant, right? I don't think you ever get to the point where you're not battling that, but I think the battle has become easier as you've developed the disciplines and you've created wins along the way. But if yeah. you haven't created the wins along the way, man, it's difficult, right? Because yeah. quitting, and it, even if you do create those wins, you know, you have to stay, you, you have to stay on top of yourself. Like, because, you know, that, that pretty good trap is exactly what happened to me um, over this past year. You know, when I got home from my deployment, I mean, I was in excellent shape, you know, I mean, of course, you know, everyone should be, I mean, you just spent, you know, a year in the desert and all you have time to do is eat, sleep, go to work and work out, you know? So, I mean, of course I was in excellent shape, but, um, my workouts over nine, 10, 12 months, like my, you know, it was pretty good one day and then the next week it, oh, it was pretty good, but you know, now I'm two pretty goods away from good. And then by the time it went nine months, I was like, hmm, well, I stretched, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit of stretching. Yeah, yeah that's but, good. yeah. Uh, you know, um, so there's a book out called Four by Jeff Henderson. I, I really like it. it it's kind of talking about, you know, most people know what, what um, we're against, especially in the church world, right? People know what we're against, but what if we were known for the things that we are for? And, and just curious, what do you want General Tech to be known for? Uh, I, I really think that uh, it, it goes back to to that, that partnership. Um, you know, obviously we're an IT company um, that focuses on, uh, you know, that multi-service provider concept that we were talking about earlier where you know, we can get down in the, in the weeds of it and say, you know, well, I, I do prefer server management over security, but, um, I really love security. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, that, that stuff is, is, is what'll put food on the table, but, uh, we, we want to really build relationships, 
and 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 career lifelong partnerships um and you know that way if you use this you know that's great you know we can fix your problems and solve your problems but um we want people to ultimately know that that when they call us you know we're not just like you said solving the problem and leaving but we're solving the problems and the issues but we're also going to find ways to prevent them from happening again so we're not just fixing the problem and leaving but we're going to fix the problem and and solve it <laughs> or or come up with a solution to circumvent that problem from happening again um so yeah i think that answers i hope that answers no the question. that's <laughs> no uh, no just kind of something up it sounds like to be a partnership for your clients and and not just offer you know, uh, be someone that they come and get their stuff fixed by, but man, you, you want to develop lifelong relationships to where, when they think about that, man, it's, it's you, uh, you know, you're a partner yeah. with them in their business as they grow their business, you know, and mm -hmm. not just offer solutions, but, uh, come up with solutions for ongoing stuff. So I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. How, um, how do you, where's your goal? Okay. Do is, and what, what is your goal and where's your goal? Okay. We've established that. Do you need it to solve that? Okay, well, let's make it happen. Yeah. You know, there's, there's probably some people out there listening. Um, Nicholas just talking and kind of like you, they've got those great ideas, but maybe somebody else isn't help allowing them to implement or the quote you said earlier, what did you say? Uh, you said, uh, why am I working for someone else? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that quote right there. And they're thinking the same thing, man. What is, if you had some advice for them, you know, to kind of step across that entrepreneurial line, what, what kind of advice would you give to them? Honestly, it's that, um, it's that you don't know, you know, the same fear of saying, I don't know if I'm going to succeed is the same thing that you've got to fight and say, well, you don't know if you're not going to succeed. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if you don't ever try, you know, then, then you're definitely not going to succeed. Yeah. So, um, and that really was kind of what held me back, um, for, you know, I, I had little thoughts about going entrepreneurial, you know, create my own business here and there over the years, but, um, I was, I was comfortable and I was like, I was okay with where I, I was. Okay, I was just okay with it, you know? And so really it's, it, if you've got the ideas, at least get, at least think it through, you know? what is it and as a man thinketh you know you know diving into those thoughts and, and asking why and oh well that's interesting you know <laughs> why am i having this thought and and really think it through and, and you know if you think there's a market for it figure it out like um just it, it's not gonna hurt to try you know like i said it it took me a year um to make the the jump into full time but um you know, hindsight, you know, I went full-time in August, but hindsight, I probably could have done it, you know, March. Um, and, and, you know, obviously everybody knows that that's when COVID hit. So I don't know if I actually would have done it then, but I mean, you know, the, the business, there's always the business is there, especially if you conduct yourself well, mm. it does. I, I really do think it doesn't matter what market you're in. It's the principles you know, <laughs> hence the name of the podcast. If, if the principles are there, then the market's there. 
Yeah, I like that. That's good stuff. Well, I, you know, I know we're coming up on time and Logan has a question that he likes to end with, but I want to touch on something that, that you mentioned just a second ago with, you know, kind of that, where are you putting your trust in your faith or your fear? Right. And as you yeah. mentioned, as a man thinketh, we did a teaching on that. You know, if you have a goal, you can put your, your trust in your faith in accomplishing that goal, or you can put your trust in that fear and neither one of them, neither one of them have evidence to prove that it's true. If you put your trust in your faith though and move forward, you'll eventually prove that it's possible. But if you put your trust in that faith, you'll never prove the reality of that. So Logan, you, you want to wrap us up with, uh, I love your question. I know you may have some other ones too, but, uh, anyway. yeah, there are, there are a few things I wanted to touch on if we can, before yeah, we, yeah. before we wrap up, um, just going back to where you were talking about four. Um, I think that's just incredibly important, especially in the, um, I guess the social and cultural and political climates right now. Um, where there's so much noise, uh, man, it's a, it's a really special skill to be able to be focused on what you're actually for. Um, I think it's getting less and less prevalent and that's why you're seeing, um, people be able to become entrepreneurs and be successful because they're they're able to be hyper-focused on what they're for and block out that noise and really deliver, um, you know, Nicholas can deliver a better product or better service than a company that might have far more resources because he's able to hyper-focus and, and block out that noise. Um, so I think defining what you're for, and it goes back to think and grow rich, right? Feeding, what are you feeding your subconscious mind? Uh, are you feeding it a bunch of noise? um, and becoming distracted or are you, are you focusing in on, um, what you need to be focused on? Mm. Um, so that sounds like a good book. Um, I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard of that one. Oh, that's um, really yeah. Good. So, uh, but a couple of rapid fire questions, uh, for you, Nicholas. Um, and one, have you found any of those ideas that you weren't able to implement and, and maybe implemented them and found out that it wasn't a great idea or have all of them been as good as you thought that they were? Um, <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Good question. Because I now, now you have the benefit of seeing from like, Hey, I'm the guy that's that, that strokes the checks for whatever this is going to cost on the back end and the, and you've had the advantage of having to run an idea up the chain. So now kind of seeing it from both sides, yeah. um, were all of them home runs or were maybe were there some where you didn't have the right perspective and, and that idea wasn't what you thought it was. So I, I think as far as, I mean, since I've been on my own, I haven't really had a, a lot of ideas that were necessarily you know, total failures, um, just because I don't, I don't think terrified is the right word, but, uh, you know, like, we, like we said, integrity, you know, and I, I love, I, I want to make sure that I always deliver a good product and the product of course is, is my services and the solutions that I provide. But so I really vet those. 
I, I really try to vet those well before I say, hey, this is the solution. Um, but I mean, before I went on my own, absolutely. Because I'd have an idea and I'd be like, let's do it. And um, so there was there was one time where I was like, yes, I can totally revamp this knowledge base of uh, is this this knowledge base of uh, like uh, how to do things, you know, what software is called what. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I can revamp it. And then I started looking at it and I was like, wow, there are over like three to 400 different softwares included in this thing. And, and so I was just kind of staring at it like, what did I sign myself up for? And it, <laughs> but you know, um, very much trial and error. And luckily I had a test server to do it all on. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. I've definitely had some of those um, on the hotel management side of things where I thought, man, this is a great idea. Um, and it got, you know, got shot down. And then maybe a couple of years later, my position and responsibilities were different and had some exposure to some new information. I was like, wow, that would have been a train wreck if we implemented my idea. Uh, so it's always interesting yeah. kind of as we grow and learn. Uh, yeah. And a lot of that definitely happened in the military because um, especially as a lower enlisted, you know, you see this much of the picture and, um, and I've had people tell me that sometimes that's probably why I'm not that great of an enlisted soldier because I'm not okay with seeing this much of the whole picture. I want the whole picture so I can understand why I'm doing this, you know? And, uh, um, so yeah, I've had a lot of that hindsight in, uh, in the military. Um, and I'm glad that I had people that told me no, you know, <laughs> they put the bumpers up on us every now and then keep yes. us, keep us, uh, keep us safe. Um, yeah, I think, well, I think that's, uh, kind of, if you look at the reverse, that's why it's so important from a leadership standpoint to make sure that your team all the way up and down the chain understands why they're doing what they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. there's some stuff that's classified or privileged or need to know basis or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. But at the end of the day, you can still find a way to let your team know why we're doing things right. so that you get the, get the buy-in from people like yourself that are um, generally the people that aren't going to perform if they don't know why are probably the high performers. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty mission critical um, that those people are bought in. Um, so kind of diving into the, uh, the, the questions. Um, if you had a billboard that everyone in the world could see, what would it say? that everyone in the world can see. Um, well, you know, we've had a couple of different ideas of like, you know, what's your little slogan, you know? Um, we've had uh, your IT handyman. Um, we had something else that we, we had it for like two weeks and then we were like, oh, this is trash. And so we, <laughs> I, I forgot what it was, like it was that bad. Uh, but this can, this can be from a business or personal standpoint. Like oh, okay. what message would you want to, to get out, whether it's a, a, it can be business, it can be personal, it could, you know, be whatever, but what, what message yeah. would you want? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'd still say it's the same thing um, that we've kind of changed it to uh, built to serve. Um, and I, I really do think that that's our, that's our focus and drive for the business. And that's our focus and drive um, it, uh, for my life. Um, 
because we are, you know, um, that's, that's what, that's what God made us to be. That's, that's what, I mean, our whole purpose is to, you know, to serve and, and love each other, to serve and glorify God and his kingdom. And so, um, built to serve is, is, you know, Nicholas Lewis, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's who I am, I guess. I just, I, I love helping people, um, uh, love making people happy, uh, if I can. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I could see that as like a big political billboard. Nicholas Lewis built to serve. Yeah. Like, are you up for mayor <laughs> coming up anytime soon? Or Well, my parents have always said that I could be a, uh, either a lawyer or a politician because I'm, I, I'll argue with the brick post. So, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to be a lawyer to be a politician too. So, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you might could just wrap them all into one. Yeah, two birds. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, what is one thing that you knew to be true and then in the past five to 10 years learned that that was actually not true? Hmm. Um, that, uh, well, the first, the, the first big thing, uh, I guess would be, um, the real big thing would be uh, God's sovereignty. Um, you know, let's see, I'm 28. So 10 years ago, I was 18 and uh, I was an idiot. So <laughs> uh, that, that would be the, the big thing. But, um, but I guess from more of a personal standpoint would be uh, probably going back to, you know, what we've already discussed and the confidence uh, in yourself um that that's that's become huge to me to uh to change it from i don't think i can do that to i can do that it just may i just need to figure it out mm -hmm. so that that's i'd say that those two things are uh were pretty big changing you know learning learning that god is sovereign and he does control you know everything right and then um also that uh that um you know you can do it and anybody can do it. You know, everybody's got their mission. Everybody's got their purpose and you just got to figure it out and for what you are. And, uh, for me, I, I'm good at computers and good at helping people. So <laughs> I guess if that gets the glorified God, keep, then keep, keep it simple. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So really kind of, um, it sounds like just overcoming some limiting beliefs, um, in the past yeah, few that sounds really good uh we'll go with that <laughs> uh well it's, it's really similar to kind of as i ask that question to to people and i've reflected on it there have been two or three kind of big ones for me and one of those is is that i think like five years ago i thought that certain business leaders had it all figured out and then like the further you get into entrepreneurship or uh, being involved in leadership at a, at a company, you realize that, that nobody has a blueprint. <laughs> like yeah. there's nobody out there. That's like, there are a few unicorns out there that are just like incredibly gifted. And it's like, man, they were, they're in a spot. Like they were just, they were born for, I've got a buddy mm -hmm. that like, he just, it's like he sees numbers in color and everybody else sees them in black and white. He's just, like a savant with numbers. 
but outside of the people like that, that are pretty few and far between, like most people don't have it all figured out. They're yeah. just, and I think coronavirus really showed that in the business world that there are a lot of people kind of clicking along and then it was like, boom, level playing field. Everybody is starting over. We've got to kind of, a lot of businesses just went straight to zero. Who can pivot the fastest? Who can learn the fastest? And, yeah. um, and who can take advantage <clears throat> of opportunity? And who's going to see this as, as like Corey talked about at the beginning, you can see it as a crisis or an opportunity. And there are a lot of people that are going to make a fortune right now. And there are a lot of people that are going to say, man, my business model got destroyed and I'm going to zero. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that's kind of really hammered that home for me in the last six or eight months that even the people you thought that had it figured out, nobody's got it figured out. So kind of the mentality that you've taken now, okay, why not me? I'm good mm-hmm. at computers. I'm good at helping people. Yeah. <laughs> so why can't, why can't it be me? That's awesome at it. Yeah. And, and, and that that's, you know, what you said right there, you know, seeing it as an opportunity or, you know, um, the, the whole COVID situation. Um, that's something that I, I've really tried to make sure is, is always on my mind whenever I'm close to, um, whenever I'm close to failure, you know, okay, well, yeah, I failed. Cool. Um, am I going to let that put me down in the dirt? Uh, or am I going to learn and go, well, I'm not going to make that mistake again. Um, and so that's, that's another really big thing that I think goes hand in hand with the, um, trusting, trusting yourself and trying. Yep. That's good. Nicholas, for me, the biggest takeaway that I've got from what you said, I love this thing that you said, I had to write it down. Business is always going to be there if you conduct yourself well, right? I love that because that allows you to shift in difficult times. It allows you to thrive in the good times if you conduct yourself well. Man, I love that. So, uh, Nicholas, man, uh, hey, if, if anybody wanted to find out more about your services, what all you guys do, or if they needed your services, or if they just wanted to kind of follow you on social media and, and connect with you, how would they do that? Uh, so we do have a Facebook page, uh, general tech LLC. Um, and then we've got a website with, um, that of course has our high points of our services and whatnot. That's at gentechms.com. Um, uh, this is fun for me. I, we do meme Fridays and so it's always a funny computer meme and, uh, keep it lighthearted and, you know, kind of show show us but that that's where we uh we we try to put out some uh tech tips you know things that um people you know may not know uh one of the biggest ones that i've that people just i was blown away that nobody knew but of course you know this is my niche right um was was how to reopen a closed one a browser tab that you've just closed out control shift t and that one got shared like 200 times it was ridiculous so i was yeah, but then we got tech tips, you know, we'll talk about our services, put out news, you know, um, I try to be extremely, you know, we try to be really responsive on our Facebook. So um, that's a that's an excellent way to contact us. But, uh, you know, I've also got my phone number and email address and contact forms on the website, too. So Nicholas, one last thing. Um, 
I always ask our, our kids, what's one thing they learned today, right? Because I, I want to learn from them. And then I tell them one thing I learned today. I learned something right there. Control, Alt, Shift, T. Open. No, just Control, Shift, T. Okay. All right. You, <laughs> you better control learn it right, Corey. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have told them wrong. Control, Shift, T. Man, that's yeah. good yeah, yeah, that, If you close your browser, if you close the browser, you just, you know, or the, the tab, Control, Shift, T. And, uh. Control and, shift yeah. I like. I told my dad, he was like, "You know how many times I've closed the bank tab out and had to start over?" And I said, "What? <laughs> Control shifting." <laughs> That's it. That's the solution. Well, Nicholas, man, I really enjoyed our conversation today. You've added a ton of value. And uh, guys, if you're listening, make sure to connect with Nicholas. And and if you if you're looking for an IT department for your business, hey, you're gonna get served well with Nicholas and GenTech and Austin there. So. Uh, Logan and I both appreciate you coming on today. For those listening, um, hey, appreciate appreciate you guys taking a listen. Make sure to subscribe so you stay up to date with any of the upcoming episodes. We thank you guys, and I hope you guys have a great day, and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself, as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself, and change your life. Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform. And hey, we value your feedback and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?